Hey mama, I want to invite you to something. I am hosting a free anger management bootcamp on the podcast, May 13th through the 17th. Monday through Friday, there will be a new episode released teaching you where anger comes from and what goes on in your brain when you feel intense feelings, how to lower your stress and increase capacity levels as a mom, how to shift your mindset to align your actions with the mom that you want to be, and how to break generational anger patterns. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a day and sign up using the link in the show notes so you can get access to the episodes as soon as they drop and an email summary of the daily trainings, as well as access to a live Q&A call on the last day of the bootcamp. Invite one or three of your mama friends so they can learn how to manage their emotions well too. Link to sign up is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you in there. Let's get back into this podcast episode. Hey, sweet friend. Do you ever struggle feeling super frustrated, annoyed, resentful, bitter, and even angry when your kids are not cooperating or doing the opposite of what you are asking them to do or just not listening or are having a hard moment, a meltdown, whatever it is, they're just not doing what you want. Do you feel frustrated? Do you feel angry? Well, in today's episode, I will be teaching you a mindset shift that you can make that will reduce your frustration and struggle of anger in that moment. And I will share a personal story that literally just happened today. And I think you might relate to that as a mom of young kids. And I want to remind you that I help Christian moms break free from explosive anger, empowering them to intentionally respond with kind words and actions that cultivate a peaceful home. So if this is you, if you struggle with explosive anger, out of control anger, yelling, screaming at your kids, maybe even physically wanting to hurt them in anger, which by the way, my next solo episode is going to be on that topic. So tune in (laughs) the following week, what to do when you physically want to hurt your kids when you're feeling angry. And we know that is wrong. We know that is sinful. And we feel out of control in that moment. And we physically want to release that anger on our children to just get them to do what we want them to do. And we'll talk about that. What do you do in that moment so you don't say and do sinful things that you regret later? But in this episode, I want to share with you that mindset a mindset shift that you can make when your kids are not cooperating and they are just not doing what you want them to do. What about when your kids are not listening, they're having a meltdown, and there is someone watching? Maybe at the store, maybe a neighbor, someone at the park, they're watching you struggle with your child. And what is going through your head in that moment when they are not listening? here's something that I want you to be extremely aware about is that your beliefs what you believe about your children and their behavior creates your thoughts and your thoughts in that situation create your feelings and your feelings will create your actions 
Have you heard of this phrase that I maybe shared it here before, but I heard it somewhere online, but it is patience is what you have when there are too many witnesses. (laughs) And somehow we tend to be more patient in public. Why? Because we know other people are watching us and observing us. We get down on our kids' level. We are so kind with our words and actions, and we seem so patient. And then we come home and we close the doors and a monster comes out who screams and yells at the kids and throws things, slams doors, maybe physically grabs the kids and hurts them, twists the ear out of frustration and anger, just bitter, resentful. My friend, is that you? Is that you? I know you don't want to be there. I know you hate yourself for feeling like that. If you feel like you're literally angry all the time, I want you to know that there is hope for you. There is help for you. There is. I'm here to help you. I have a 12-week program that is going to change your life. And not just your life, your kid's life, your marriage, your relationships with your close close people that matter to you the most, those people that you really want to have a relationship with. But how can you have a good, safe, and close relationship with those that you yell at all the time, that you scream at, that you have negative attitude towards? You can't. It's hard. And that's exactly where the enemy wants to keep you. So my friend, if you want to have more peace in your home, in your home, if you want to cultivate a close relationship with your kids and that peaceful atmosphere in your home, you are the thermometer of your home. You cannot control other people. What you can control is what you think, say, and do in your actions that you take and the words that you speak over your kids. And if you feel completely out of control, something is going on. And I'm here to help you. My friend, go in the show notes and book a call with me. Let's get on schedule and have a conversation between you and me and see if my program is the right fit for you. If your husband wants to know about my program, have him be on the call with you. If he's curious about how I can support you on this journey, have him hop on the call. We can have this conversation together. I also want to remind you that I have a 100% money-back guarantee. This program is completely risk-free. If you show up and you do the work and you don't see changes in your life, if you don't reach the goals you set for yourself in the beginning of the program, I will give you a full refund at the end. But I promise you, your life will change. The relationship with your loved ones is going to change. Your communication is going to change. Your energy in the home is going to be more joyful and peaceful and calm. And it's going to start with you because of the work that God is doing in you and the efforts and the energy and the work that you're putting in in yourself. There is our responsibility, putting effort and energy and mindset shifts and reflection and taking action. And then there's a spiritual where we invite God into the process. We need to do both. You can't just pray for anger to go away. If you're praying and anger is not going away, I have an episode about that. I will link it in the show notes for you. So let me share the story that happened today. 
I, in the morning, went to watch my neighbor's two girls to help her out for a little bit. And then when we left her house, we walked a few doors down. We got our puppy and my two-and-a-half-year-old and I went on a walk in our neighborhood. We live in Florida, January. It's in the 50s, 60s this time of the year, so it's pretty decent outside. We had our jackets. We went on a walk. She was riding a scooter, wearing a helmet, and I was walking the dog. Our dog is a little Pomeranian. He wraps around poles. He loves to be loose. He runs away anytime he has a moment. But we have him on a leash, but he loves to just like pull the leash. And he's around maybe a little bit over 10 pounds, so he can pull pretty hard now. And so for me, I can hold him nice and well, but my toddler can't. And as we walked maybe, I don't know, five minutes away from our house... We saw another neighbor with a dog, and then we had to part ways because my dog kept barking at her dog, and so we needed to go home. We needed to go back to our house, and my toddler refused to walk. She did not want to walk. Well, first, she wanted to hold the dog's leash and wanted to do it all on her own, as you know, as all two-year-olds do. What I did not want is that if she starts holding the leash, what happens is the dog is going to run pretty quick. And she's going to let go of the leash. And our dog loves to run away. He just runs away. And literally my kids and my husband, I've done this, like chasing him in the neighborhood, trying to catch him. And it's insane. The other day, it took my boys 15 minutes to catch the dog. And the only way they did it is because they asked one of our neighbors to come outside that they know that he likes. And he ran to the neighbor and that's how they got the dog. They could not catch the dog for 15 minutes. And so I knew I couldn't give her the leash because the dog would run away from her and then I would have to chase the dog. And I don't know. I mean, who knows how long that would take. She did not want to hold the leash with me. She wanted to hold the leash by herself, which, you know, every two-year-old does, wants to do things on her own, which is understandable. (laughs) They don't get their way a lot. Well, anyways, I said, no. And I said, you can do it with me. I can hold it with you. She was refusing it. And she had a whole blown meltdown, just like many two-year-olds do. She fell in the middle of the street. She wanted to take her jacket off because, well, she was feeling mad. Then she kicked her shoes off. Then she took her socks off. And I had a scooter. I was holding her jacket. She kicked her shoes off, (laughs) her socks off. I was holding her helmet. And she literally was laying in the middle of the street and refused to walk. My hands were full. I was trying to like pull forward her scooter because she refused to ride it. The dog is wrapping around me in circles and just like pulling. And I had no free hands to pick her up and hold her. She had to walk on her own on her own. Otherwise I, I I don't know. I am 4'11". I'm not really tall. I'm not really big. And so it was just tricky. It was tricky. And uh, a neighbor pulled up and got out of his car and he just pulled up on his driveway and we were happened to be right in front of his house and it was an older gentleman. He didn't say anything. I don't think he spoke English, but I had this opportunity of thoughts that came in and be super aware of what I was thinking in that moment. So this is a really great example of being aware of thoughts in the moment. So what were my thoughts that were going on in that moment? What was it telling me? What was my mind telling me? This is happening to me. Of course she's doing this and throwing a tantrum. 
I can never go on a walk normally anymore. She always does this. What is this guy thinking about me? That I'm a terrible mom, that I can't control my child, and I'm just letting her do whatever she wants. Those were my initial thoughts, my automatic thoughts that came into my mind. And what do those thoughts lead to? Feelings of embarrassment in front of the neighbor, feelings of frustration, and maybe even anger, right? Because my child is not doing what I'm asking her to do. I'm asking her to get up and walk home. She's completely refusing it. She's not getting her way, and she's throwing a tantrum about it. Why? Because that's what two-year-olds do. She's having a hard moment, just like most two-year-olds do. And I was having a hard moment. I didn't like the way that I felt in the moment. Knowing what my thoughts lead to and being so aware of this and doing this inner work that I have for a while and being so in tune of what do my thoughts lead to, I shifted my perspective. I have a few phrases, a key phrases that I shift my mindset to when things are hard, when things aren't going my way. And these are great ones to take notes. So one of them is, this isn't to upset me. So a lot of these I actually learned from Tessa Romero. I have shared about her mommy mindset course that is, by the way, amazing. It is so, so, so good. It's $250, totally worth the money if you're willing to actually put in the work and do the mindset work. If you enroll in my coaching program, I gift you this course at the end because it's that good. I think it's that amazing. And I think Tessa does such a wonderful job teaching mindset shifts for moms. But one of them that I learned from her is this isn't to upset me. Or instead of it, you can say this is innocent in regards to the circumstance. This isn't to upset me. Uh, She decided not to use the word not. She believes that her mind ignores the word not. For me, I really like this statement. This isn't to upset me with my daughter. This is hard. Being a kid is hard and not getting what you want. It's hard. It is hard. Think about it. Put yourself in your kid's shoes. It's hard not to get what you want. And being a little kid is hard. And then the other mindset that I had to shift to, she's doing her best to her mental, emotional, and physical capacity at the moment. I can't expect a two-year-old to say, hey mom, I feel so disappointed that you're not giving me the leash to hold it. No two-year-old does that. No two-year-old does that. Every two-year-old has meltdowns because that's how their brain is wired. They are literally doing their best to their mental and physical capacity. She's not doing this to annoy me. She's not doing this on purpose to make me mad. She's not. She loves me. I am literally her favorite person besides her dad. She loves me. She wants to please me. She wants me happy. She's just struggling in that moment. Those big feelings that have overcome her because she feels so frustrated that she's not getting her way is leading to that big meltdown because she's so young and immature and emotionally immature to handle her feelings in a mature way. She's just not there yet. She's not, she doesn't have this skills and the tools or even the brain development to be able to do that. And so having that mantra is that she is doing her best to her mental, emotional, and physical capacity at the moment really helps me see things from a lens of compassion instead of frustration. 
Is the circumstance still frustrating? Heck yes. Now I have to deal with a melting down toddler and I have to carry, I don't have to, I'm choosing to, <laughs> you know, push the, push the scooter. <laughs> there you go, that's the word. Push the scooter and carry the coat and the helmet and the shoes. Eventually her uh, meltdown ended and she got up and she got on her scooter and she just rode her scooter without her jacket, without her helmet, without her shoes, just barefoot. And I just let her. It was in the 50s outside. I thought, you know what? This is better than having another meltdown. I'm just going to let her come home that way. And we did. We eventually came home. And another phrase that I really like is that I learned from Tessa. This is, the, this is hard for the both of us. It's not just hard for me. It's also hard for her. She's also having a hard time. And when you shift your perspective, when you shift your perspective about how you think about your kids in that moment and what they're going through, that they're having a hard time, they are, they're not doing this to upset you. This is not to upset you. They're just having a hard time. You have a good kid who's having a hard time. You see this from a lens of compassion and understanding and I know that I'm choosing to be a loving, kind, and nurturing mom. I am connective and I am understanding. So how does that mom show up in that moment? I create space for those feelings. I let her have a meltdown. I let her cry. And I got down on her level and I said, Hey, Nellie, it's time to go home. I can help you. I know you really want to hold that leash. I get it. And mommy's going to hold it. I will help you. And I would try to pick her up and guide her. And she would still cry. And that is okay. And I let her have that moment. And yes, sometimes I just literally physically have to pick her up and carry her. And I have moments like that too. And some days I'm in a bad place mentally and emotionally. And I feel really frustrated. And I feel really angry in moments like that. And the work that I put in into myself to retrain my brain, to shift my thoughts, to respond differently is totally worth it. I want my kids, I want my kids to remember me as a mom who's loving, compassionate, nurturing, empathetic, who creates a closeness and connection with them, who's understanding to what they're going through right now. That's what I want for my kids. I want them to remember a mom who laughs, who is joyful, who cultivates peace in the home. And that is up to me and the Lord. We do that work together. I can't just pray for all of that to happen without doing my work. You can't just pray for you to become fit and healthy without putting the effort into it. This is just that mental and emotional maturity that you have to practice and exercise that you do behind the scenes. And my friend, if you're ready, if you're ready to do that work, I want to invite you into my coaching container. There's other moms in there. There are moms who are doing the same work. You will be on group coaching calls with other moms who are doing the same work with you. You'll have that encouragement and support. You have Monday through Friday access to me personally to ask me questions to what you're going through and I will respond to you. My friend, you are going to be so supported on this journey. I am so excited about how your life is going to change. We can't change other people. We can't control circumstances. What you can control is 
change what you say, think, and do in those circumstances. And that is the work that you and I get to do together. My friend, I want you to have a peaceful home. I want you to be excited to be around your kids, to be joyful. And when your kids are having a hard moment, I want you to be that peace and calm for them instead of creating more chaos. If you've ever been afraid that maybe your kids would be taken away from you because of all your anger and frustration and yelling and screaming and maybe even physical intense aggression towards them and you know that this is wrong and you are scared of if they tell somebody about it because you realize it's sinful and wrong and hurtful and destructive I want you to know that there is hope for you my friend there's hope for you you can change with God's help and I have a program that will guide you step by step I have hope for you It is worth the investment. It is worth investing in you because you're investing in generational changes. The work that you do on yourself, you're doing it so your kids don't have to. That is one of the favorite things that I love what one of my clients said, Brittany. She's like, I'm doing this work so my kids don't have to. One of the things that she said was like, I am loud and reactive with my kids. And now I am calmer and responsive. If you want to change your legacy, if you want to create peace and calm in your home and cultivate that environment of safe and connection and nurture and be able to pass this on to your children and influence your husband and your kids because of the way that you are, my friend, what are you waiting for? What? are you waiting for? If there's a will, there's a way. And if this feels so aligned with you and you're like, this is exactly what I want. I have an episode about how to come up with money for coaching. I also want you to pray about it. Holy Spirit, God, you see my struggle. You see what I'm dealing with. Please provide a way for me to get the help and support that I need. My friend, God has his ways. He has miracles up his sleeve. He is capable of providing the means for you to join this program. He can do miracles. He says, ask and it will be given to you. Ask. Ask and believe and it will be given to you. So this is what I want to close with. I want to close with a prayer over you. And then I will share something with you in the podcast episode, something that I've been loving lately, an Amazon product. Okay, my Heavenly Father, I bring this mama to you who is listening to this podcast right now, who feels so overwhelmed, who feels so frustrated. She's the one that feels like she's angry all the freaking time. She yells and screams at her kids. She feels out of control. And then she's filled with remorse and guilt at the end of the day. She hates the kind of mom she is. She thought she was going to be joyful and peaceful and warm and loving. And instead, she's cold and she's acting in cold ways and reactive ways towards her children and screaming and yelling and rough and maybe even aggressive at times, and she hates herself for that, Lord. I pray that you work in her heart. I pray that you send support her way. 
I pray that you give her hope. Lord, you are capable of changing. You are capable of changing hearts. Lord, if my program is the right fit for her, I pray that you provide a way for her to join. And I pray all of this in your name. And in the meantime, Lord, just bring your peace and serenity and calm over her heart today. And help her remember that she is loved by you. I pray all of this in your name. Amen. Okay. I want to take literally one minute to share an Amazon product that I've been loving lately that I use on a regular basis, and that is Epsom salt. So I have this ritual that I have created or a routine, whatever you call it. Every Friday night is my bath night. This is the night I take a bath around 8 p.m. My family knows it. And so I always use Epsom salts in my bath. I don't do bath bombs just because, I don't know, they don't really do anything. <laughs> they just fizzle and then they go away and then make your bathtub dirty that you have to wash it. But I do like Epsom salts. And so I will link my favorite one below. I order a large bag that holds me through for months and months and months. And so this is one of my favorites and it's clean and I really enjoy it. And I have it linked in the show notes for you. So check it out, my friend. And if you've enjoyed this podcast episode, would you please share it with with a couple mama friends, just text it to them. I would greatly appreciate it. And I am praying over you, friend. And until next time. Hi, friend. Did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.